Welcome. Today is Thursday, June 8th. There's one I don't have to check. 2023. My name's Jeremy and it's my birthday. Uh, good morning and thank you to Frank and Brian for wishing me happy birthday and good morning to Jenny. Good morning to all the rest of you out there, whether you're watching live later or listening. Thank you for coming by. Here we are. Another another trip, another trip around the sun, as they say. Um, looking forward to today. It's not going to be the day I'd hoped, but that doesn't mean it's bad. So I generally hike our most iconic mountain here in Vermont, Camel's Hump, on my birthday. Missed it last year, I think, due to weather. Looks like I'm missing it again today due to weather. Hiking in the rain stinks, and I really don't like doing it. So uh, I'm not going to go do a thing I really don't want to do on my birthday. So what does that mean I'm going to do? Well, that's a lot of TBD. I was up late last night, had a friend going through something, and we talked through that. I, I got to bed after 11, which for a weeknight is, is very late for me. And uh, I slept, slept decently. But today I'll, I'll spend a little bit of time in the garden. I know that. And then from there, see what else I want to do. And thank you. Jenny says happy birthday. Appreciate that. The wishes have been pouring in. I'm not pouring. Coming in already. Uh, number of folks who... Forward area codes already wish me happy birthday. Uh, I, I was I was honored the first person to wish me happy birthday, Patrick McCarthy, which is kind of neat. Uh, I'm not Frank. I I'm sure this is a compliment, and, and um, but just my brain is reading it in a silly way. There's my friend Jeremy, sharp as attack and twice as handsome. I hope him twice as handsome as an attack. I don't think anyone's ever walked down that aisle at Staples and felt all shivery. So yesterday, yesterday I worked until, geez, how long was I at the office? 6.30? Quarter of seven? Because there was a lot of work that I needed to get done and I wanted to get it done, so I got it done. So I'm not working today. Uh, we are having the mastermind group, which I'm looking forward to. I always enjoy doing those. Had a number of clients yesterday because I moved all my Thursday stuff that I could to Wednesday. And uh, one of my clients decided that that was our last call. Well, technically, the um, not a martial arts school, but a referral from a newer client who I really could have helped this person, but she needed more time. 
she was in her own way. She was projecting some of that on me. She bumped into some financial stuff and said, I, I can't, I can't keep going. So what that means for all of you is there's a slot. There was one slot. That slot is, is getting filled. There's, I have, I have a call with somebody next week that has said, yes, I'm ready. So there's a slot. So if anybody knows somebody, that is the, I have had in the last year, two years. I've had two clients cancel. Doesn't happen often. Both of them, I know lots of details why, and I'm not upset. They were the two, my two most difficult clients. So, if you know somebody in a small business that wants to make more money, let me know. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, so we'll see what today brings. Uh, I did finish watching Tulsa King last night. What a great show. If you have not watched it, it is absolutely worth watching. It is so well done. One of my favorite things about it is they don't shy away from violence, but they don't show more than they need to. And that really makes me happy. I don't like when TV shows are like, oh, this person just died. Let's show you their grotesque murdered face for 12 seconds. That doesn't need to happen. This show doesn't do that. So I would encourage all of you to check it out. Sylvester Stallone's best acting. But now I need to figure out what to watch next. I did jump back into Marvelous Mrs. Basil. Working on the last season there, but it is not good. I'm sorry. This last season is not good. First couple of seasons of that show are incredible. So how about you? What are you doing today? Are you checking out today's episode of Martial Arts Radio? I hope you are. I did not use my Martial Arts Radio mug. I uh, forgot. That's okay. Uh, what is today? 821. It's funny. I remember the number. Don't remember the actual episode. That's how my brain works. Ah, so here's an episode that I think is really important. Thank you, Stacy. Good morning. Episode 821, The Roots of Bullying. I think this is really important. Because in society, we have decided as martial artists that bullying is the, the societal problem that we're going to tackle. And we're going to get rid of bullying, except you can't get rid of bullying because it's so hardwired into our genetic makeup. And in this episode, Andrew and I talk about why that is you know, where it comes from and everything. The difference between, I would, I guess I would call natural bullying and things that are more extreme. And the role that public schools have had and have in making the problem worse. We dig into it for a while. Good morning, Nathan. Uh, it's a, it's an important subject. I hope it ruffles feathers. I hope it annoys people. I hope it makes them mad. But this roots back to a conversation I had with someone uh, who works in public schools, a, a friend of mine, a new friend. And we were having conversations. Uh, her, She's just finishing up a position as an assistant principal. And somehow we got on the subject of bullying. And I said, you know, 
schools not only do a bad job of managing bullying, they make it worse. She said, tell me what you, th tell me what you're thinking. And we had about an hour long conversation. It was really, really good. As you know, if you know me, you know, I like having those sorts of talks and she was able to give me some perspective, but she wholeheartedly agreed. And I hope you check out this episode. And he says, the last season of Maisel was slow, but the last episode wrapped things nicely. I felt it was worth the watch. Lots of great quick-witted lines that kept me laughing throughout the season. Yeah, but the first couple seasons are so great. And, and there's a little, you know, most shows deal with this. They do. Most shows have a hard time wrapping things up. And I think a lot of that is because they don't build the full story at the beginning. It takes time to wind things down. And if you're already enjoying tremendous success, you don't have to work as hard. You have to work really hard to get season one on the air. You don't have to work very hard to get the last season of a successful show on the air. And that may be part of it. <laughs> Dennis says it's the birthday boy. Woo. Good morning and thank you, Dennis. So I don't know. We'll see where I go. I haven't, I haven't had Netflix for a bit, so I'll probably rotate back over to Netflix. We shall see. Yeah, who knows what I'll do today? Some gardening. You know, what are all the things I enjoy? I love hiking. I love being outside. I love gardening. Maybe I'll take a nap. Maybe I'll go to the movies. Maybe I'll go to the range. Maybe I'll go to the gym and set up the heavy bag and kick it. Maybe I'll kick outside. Maybe I'll kick in the garden. How many of those things can I combine? I'm not combining any of them with the range. So. <sighs> I had a moment yesterday in my office, just kind of walking around and realized I've been walking around my office, like walking around my office because it's that big. I know it sounds like I'm bragging. I don't mean it in that way. Because my office lost water because the city of Montpelier is doing a construction project. And, oh, we didn't realize the water main was that close to the bottom of the concrete under the, under the road. And we hit it. And now there's no water. Whoops. So I came home. One of the joys of having a well. Um, but I checked my steps and realized that my, my ring recorded one of my phone calls where I walked around the office as a walk. There's, there's that much room that I can get a walk in. It's great. And he says, take your Jeep in the mud and have some fun. Um, the only good mud spot I know, I don't want to make muddier because it is, you know, it is, it is a road technically. So I don't want to beat it up anymore. I wonder where it is. I wonder where I could go. That It, it is a good idea. I will see. Now, uh, 
Stacy asks, and let's talk about this for a minute. So what's the birthday challenge this year? So I put up yesterday, and if you've been around for a while, you know that I do, I, I ask everyone for a gift on my birthday. And in past years, it's been reach out to someone that you have, that, you know, you should reconnect with, uh, you know, do things for yourself, take a moment and, you know, think about this. So here was my dilemma for this year. I had two that I wanted to ask for. The first one, which I'm switching the order from what I put on Facebook. Just for dramatic discussion. The one that I was less inclined to, but I knew would go over well was I'd like everyone to do something for themselves, something that can be small that they wouldn't otherwise do. In a sense, give yourself a birthday gift for me. You know, it could be, yeah, well, you know, normally I wouldn't get this cup of coffee, but, you know, let me let me grab myself a cup of coffee. Or, you know, I'm going to have dessert. Normally I don't choose to have dessert, something like that. And that's fine. And, and, I, and I like that. And, and I'll be really honest, when I've done things like that in the past, I can feel it. I can feel the energy of people doing good things, that many people doing good things and just kind of acknowledging me and doing it. You may not believe that, and that's fine. But the other one, the one that I said in Facebook that I think the world needs far more, but I know far fewer people will participate, is asking people to take an alternate perspective on something. One of the things that I've noticed over the last few years that makes me very, very sad is how committed to a perspective so many people have become. Whatever you think, believe, has turned into what you know definitively, or so people think. And on nearly any subject, the level of conviction grossly uh, is, is completely improper for the actual level of conviction, for the, uh, for the actual level of understanding. Uh, What's a good example? What's a good non-political example? And this is the difficulty. Um, here's what, coffee is good for you. I know coffee is good for me. It's absolutely good for me. It's completely good for me. There's no problem for me with coffee. So I drink coffee all the time, every day. How do I know coffee is good for me? Well, a really smart friend told me coffee is good for me. Okay. Are they fallible? Have they ever been wrong? Probably. Well, I saw it on TV. Okay. Hasn't the TV been wrong a lot? Remember, CNN's doing so terribly that the boss got fired. Just keep that in mind. Uh, and I don't mean that as a, a to single out CNN. Well, what's the alternative? What if I take the opposite perspective? Coffee is terrible for me. And I try to look up, I try to find some evidence of that point. There are many, many terrible websites on the internet, but there are also some very good authoritative ones. For example, examine.com. If I'm trying to figure something out about 
health and nutrition and supplementation, right? Anything exogenous, any foreign substance that I'm putting in my body to try and create a result. Examine.com is the place I start. There have been tons of studies about caffeine, about coffee, about the mold in coffee, right? And I can go and I can look that up and say, okay, I was willing to challenge my own opinion on something. And here's what I've learned. Now, the reason that's important is because if you can't do that, you can't have empathy. And if you can't have empathy, you can't have compromise, you can't make new friends, you can't do anything in such a way that the world comes together. It can only support division. And I hate that. When I was growing up, I would hear adults talk about, well, you know, I love this person dearly, their friend, their family, their adopted family. We disagree politically, or we disagree on some things around religion, or we disagree on this or that, but they're still a good person. We don't say that anymore. And so that's the other one. To ask people to do that, to take another, to just take five minutes and try to look at some, and not try, look at something from another perspective, something that challenges your own deeply held beliefs and see if you can find not a new opinion or, or change your own opinion, but can you find enough to justify having empathy for that position? Unlike most people, I don't dismiss flat earthers as being idiots because I understand the psychology of why that perspective is the way it is. It has to do with feeling wronged and um, powerless, ultimately, that the world is against you. And there have been plenty of examples of the world being against us. But I could have friends who are flat earthers. I probably do. I know a lot of people. There's probably one out there. Am I going to tell them they're an idiot and not be their friend anymore? How does that help anything? I would love to have a conversation. I would love to understand their perspective better. Doesn't mean I have to believe them. Doesn't mean they have to believe me. So that's the other one. And as I've talked through it, which I appreciate, Stacy, you asking. Ray says, dude, you totally should have been doing the show, the birthday party hat. I don't know that I have any, but thank you. And, and thank you. I appreciate it. So this is the one that I'm going to put up. I am going to ask people to do that. And I will remind people, if you choose not to do it, that's your choice. But it's my birthday and don't you dare argue with me. I'm going to walk around today and tell people, it's my birthday. Can I have a cup of coffee? It's my birthday. Can I have that piece of pie? 
just walk up to strangers on the street. It's my birthday. Can I finish your beer? I won't actually do that, but that would be funny. How, what can you get away with when you preface it's my birthday? It's my birthday. Can I have your number? <laughs> oh, that could work really well. Take care, Andy. Andy says, have a great day. Enjoy your birthday. I certainly will. Now, Frank did send over stuff and I, I want to go through it. I appreciate you, Frank. Thank you for all you do for the show. Thank you to Josh for our theme song and to Denise for our audio. So, and I had a feeling he was going to do this. This is what happens when you get to know your friends really well. I had a feeling Frank was going to send me three quotes that I said, and he did. Go through those. It's a trick seeing my own quotes, right? How do you know you've made it in the world, right? When, when you're, when you're famous enough on your own show. All right. So number one, do what you can with what you have, where you're at. It's all we can. It's literally all we can do. So do it. What can I do in this situation? And the piece that I think we forget is the what we have. What we have in a martial arts context is often physical. What do I have in my pockets? What is available to me? But more importantly, it's a constant, it should be a constant assessment of what you have to utilize in everyday life. What do I have that makes this situation easier or better, more effective, mitigates the, the pain or the problem? And what you have is what's in your own head or who you know or where to source out more information in a book or your willingness to persist until it's done. Do what you can with what you have where you're at. Now, certainly this quote, the origins of this quote are not mine. And I don't take credit, but it's one of my favorite things. Do what you can with what you have where you're at. The next one. I don't know when I said this. Frank, I'm sure does. You are not a victim. I wholeheartedly reject victimhood because it's become a badge that people wear. Look how terrible my life is. The world has done me wrong. I can't get out of this situation. Well, guess what? Now you never will. To claim that you are a victim is to suggest that you have no control over the situation that you bear no responsibility for it occurring and you hold no power in changing it. I don't know about you, but I refuse to live my life in that way. Do people wrong me? Yes, on a near daily basis. Do people take actions that make me sad or frustrated or cost me money or cost me time or More. Yes. Often. But I don't think of them that way. In every case, I look at these things in, in two parts. One, 
how do I solve it? How do I change the situation back to something that I'm okay with? And two, how do I prevent it from happening again? Oftentimes that's all I can do is prevent it from happening again. Once it's done, it's often done and I have to let it go. But if I do what I have, what I can with what I have where I am, that's all about me. Are there times I take responsive actions? I know that sounds like vengeance. <laughs> it rarely is. Yes, there are times I take responsive action. Hey, the way you did this is not acceptable. Don't do it again. Or similar. But that's rare. Because I'm not a victim. Because I refuse to be one. Because I spent a lot of time as one. Victimhood is addictive because it absolves us of responsibility for what goes on. And responsibility is often exhausting. Don't embrace victimhood. Don't support those of you around, those around you of being victims. Doesn't serve anyone. Most importantly, and, and as I sometimes say to clients, this is dealing a bit from the bottom of the deck. If you have children, they're watching what you do. If you are a victim, you're turning your children into victims. It's a way of life. It is a way of seeing the world. Don't pass it on. I don't know if you heard it, but my stove clicked. I lit a fire last night. I was sitting here. I've had the furnace off. It was 55 outside. It was cool in here and it was damp. And I said, you know what? I don't care if it's June, I'm lighting a fire. So I had a fire going and it got toasty and it was awesome. And I, if it stays cold and damp, I might have one tonight too. Frank says, I don't recall the exact date, but I do remember you saying exactly that on this show. Well, I have full faith in you because you have a wonderful memory for these things. What's our last one? Never settle. Why settle? Why settle? Why would you settle? Do what you can with what you have where you are, where you're at, etc. Doing that does not mean having the best of everything. If I go buy a car, not settling means not buying a terrible deal or a car I don't want or being tolerated, treated poor, be, tolerating being treated poorly by a salesperson, etc. Those would be settling. Not, you know, I wish I could have this $100,000 Lexus, uh, the LS convertible, by the way. But I'm going to buy a Corolla because that's what I can afford and that's settling. No, it's not settling. It's working with what I have. It's working within my budget, my needs, my wants, the, the various constraints around how I'm gonna spend money on a car. So. One of the things that's sad is that one, people do settle often, but if you apply victimhood 
people see what they're doing is settling, right? If I, if I look at my financial situation and say, well, you know, billionaires and my boss and, uh, I don't know, alimony and all these reasons I don't have money. So I buy a Corolla. Now I've settled on that Corolla. The way I show up and the way I buy that car, I'm settling. So what? So what if you get the Corolla? There's nothing wrong with it. It's what you need. So take ownership of it. Get rid of the victim victim mindset. I do not settle. I, I make sure I spend my time, my energy, my money appropriately not just on cars, but on various tasks. I find balance and that creates movement. That creates uh, positive outcomes. I hope you don't settle today. I hope you take ownership of the day and of what happens. And I hope you set a good example for those around you. I appreciate uh, the pants and the bag that I showed are up on the store. I also made a gray version of the pants with black ink. Oh, it's sublimated, so it's not really ink, but two versions of the pants. The bag is up there. The pants are, they're under 50 bucks, $48.99. And you can use your discount code. First cup, one five. So if you want to buy yourself a pair of pants as a birthday gift to me, you can do that. I appreciate everybody coming by. Thank you for celebrating a bit of my birthday with me, for starting the day with me. Those of you that were here, we had a small show today, that's perfectly fine by me. But those of you who are here, how many people are gonna get to hear me on my birthday? Not very many, you did. I don't know if that's a value, but uh, it's kind of neat, if nothing else. Have a great day, and I'm gonna put that post up more or less as I explained it to you here. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for everything you do. Take care, everybody. I will see you tomorrow for Friday. Peace.